Welcome to the December Rose podcast series, My Mind Works Differently to Yours, with myself, Alison Rose Manon. Today's episode, I want to talk about advocacy and the fact that whether we know it or not, we are our child's advocate from pretty much birth when they are born with disabilities or special needs or they develop it within the first couple of years. And I think the worst bit about it is, as parents, we find it frustrating when we can't get help, we can't get answers. So we research, and while we're put on the waiting list that at the minute are anything from four or five years plus, we find out more than we could ever get from a specialist. And although they, you know, they are a specialist, consultant, etc., they don't always know the answers and they don't always know the signs and symptoms that, you know, as as parents we we find and I know from the beginning with myself with my children I did a lot of research in the beginning with my son and although in in the sort of late 90s early 2000s most of the internet um, articles and everything were in America rather than the UK there wasn't an awful lot known about autism in the UK or ADHD in the UK back then Um, but there was an awful lot in in America Um, And I found an article that talked about the fact that autism was more common in boys. Uh, And I'm not sure whether that at the time was just more of a girls mask it better. There wasn't that much known about autism in girls or whether that is actually still a statistic. But it was more common in twins um, and especially those with problems in pregnancy. Well, obviously, with my son, I'd lost his twin uh, early on in the pregnancy. Obviously, I went into labour at 27 weeks. I was very poorly while I was pregnant. Um, and he obviously was a boy, so it kind of I felt like he didn't really stand a chance. Bless him. And there was there was so much out there in in America in the US for autism that I learned an awful lot, and I was able to go to the specialist. And I think that's why I fought so hard against everyone because I knew and researched it so much that I had more information than they did. And because they didn't have that information, they were very against the decision against diagnosing him and it wasn't until he was 11 that we finally got the full autism diagnosis he'd already been diagnosed ADHD but we got the full autism diagnosis and that was that was uh, seeing a specialist in in Hertfordshire who was absolutely fantastic and my son hadn't even been in the room a couple of minutes and he was like your son's autistic Um, but we we find as parents we have to fight so hard to get help, diagnosis, anything. And I know we're their advocate and I know we're their caregiver and I know that, you know, as parents we're meant to do that. But I'm finding more and more parents are coming to me and saying that they're fighting a losing battle and it shouldn't be that way. If you know something's wrong with your child, you know something's wrong with your child. Yes, I know there are occasions, and I was accused of it myself, I was accused of Munchausen syndrome, I think it was, Um, And even on my daughter's records up until recently, and she's 23, it was on her records that I was making her illnesses up. Obviously, as an adult, she's now been officially diagnosed without, you know, me pushing for anything. And it's infuriating and she gets really cross about the fact that they refuse to take it off her records. um, Because she knows as well as I do that she does have those conditions. She's now been diagnosed with Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome and autism. But it for me as a parent with the, with the, them growing up I was constantly fighting against nurses doctors specialist consultants and I think it 
it made such a negative atmosphere for my children because they were constantly, you know, we were constantly on appointments. We were, you know, I mean, the amount of meltdowns my son would have and the issues that he came across as, as being an autistic child. And even with my daughter with her hearing issues that we battled for that. We paid for, a, it's funny actually, we paid for a private specialist in the end because we weren't getting anywhere with the NHS for hearing aids. And this private specialist down in London turned around and said, I think your daughter's just attention seeking. Now out of my three children, my youngest definitely wasn't the attention seeker. Like, not even close. And we were like, that's an awful thing to say. And he said it in front of her as well. So she then got upset. And she was only young, I think she was only about nine or ten then. And it was heartbreaking to have that that attitude. And it wasn't until, I think it was Boots Opticians started doing hearing tests that we went and did a hearing test with them and they said she's got profound hearing loss and we took it to the GP who then referred her and she got hearing aids. What I didn't realise was also that she has auditory... Sensory... Audit, sensory... Audit, no... Auditory sensory processing disorder, something along those lines, um, where from the ear to the brain, it gets mixed up. So not only does she have hearing loss, but what she does take in doesn't always make it to the brain or make it the right way around or make it any sense to the brain, which again can be part of autism, which she's only been diagnosed with now at 23 years old. My husband also has the uh, auditory processing disorder and he's another one has got a hearing aid and both of them have said that great it lets them hear stuff but being so late diagnosed it also means that they hear everything and their brain just can't cope with it um but yeah as, as i said you know it's it it's just fighting constantly and being your child's advocate even my husband's advocate because you know Obviously, we've been fighting for his diagnosis now for quite some time. And I guess spending time around him and being, you know, around autistic people for the last 30 years, I was able to recognise it pretty much instantly after we got together. I'd known him 20 odd years anyway, but actually being in a relationship with him and I was like, yeah, you're definitely autistic. <laughs> and it was, you know, the, the more kind of things stood out and the more courses I did on autism and autism rights and understanding autism the more I was like looking for the signs um in him as an adult I'd only dealt with mostly children um but we shouldn't have to fight so hard to get diagnosis and I know people say oh well you know naughty kid syndrome and all that kind of thing and it you know it isn't that at all and I know they're they're now knocking off the Asperger's due to the, the guy it was named after and the fact that they're now putting it everything under the umbrella of ASD um, which is great because you know there are so many you know there's high functioning uh, I know when my daughter was diagnosed and, and she let her dad know and he was like oh you know what what diagnosis high functioning or profound and she was like I'm just autistic there's no my son we always said he was high functioning but as he's got older and his issues have developed a lot stronger where we thought he was high functioning as a child because, you know, he's absolutely amazing artist and, and, you know, an amazing gymnast. And he could, you know, he was in mainstream school. As an adult now, he is struggling so much. And I think you shouldn't really 
label it with high, low, profound, whatever. it's just autism, it's just ASD. But it's not just autism, you know, that the, there's so many disabilities out there that are being overlooked or misdiagnosed or undiagnosed and we are fighting as parents. And that's why I became a coach, to help advocate for parents, to help parents with their emotions and deal with life as a disabled family. Um, so don't stop fighting, keep fighting the fight. I know it's hard, I do. I've been there 30 odd years of fighting. It doesn't get easier. Um, so, you know, I take my hat off to you if you're if you're managing through it. And if you're not, give me a shout. You can catch me on Instagram, December Rose underscore coach. You can join my community of parents for special needs and disabled children, uh, which is December Rose's Parent Sanctuary. I will pop the link in the comments. Um, and you can email me, decemberrosecoaching at gmail.com. Uh, thanks again for listening. Talk soon.